Welcome to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Proudly brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au Greetings, salutations, and uh, wonderful welcomes to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson. My name's Kevin Hillier. Her name's Sarah Patterson. Bonjour and hola ah, to you. Ah, I love it when you talk whatever language that was. It's the only French I pretty much, that's the extent of my French. Yeah, I don't, I did German. Mm. German's not, German is the least, rom, <laughs> the least romantic sounding accent in the entire yes, universe, yes. I reckon. Let's not uh, try it out. No, because it'll just finish up being a, a really bad be Hogan Tier <laughs> yes. yes, that's exactly my default. And when it comes to languages, I go straight to a television show I knew and loved as a kid. Hogan! Yes, exactly. Now, I reckon that uh, Colonel Clink and uh, General Burkholder would have sat around and they would have had a cheese platter. Oh, they would have eaten copious amounts of cheese. They would have a General Burkholder who outlived them all. He lived to like 99, I think. Yes, outlived everyone on that show. His name was Leon Askin. Yeah, and uh, and was as as obese oh. and, and uh, large a man as you'll mm. ever see. Loved yep. to drink, loved to smoke, just... <laughs> and loved his cheese. Yes. Loved his cheese. As and do we. He would have phoned Janet on 52821984 and said, Janet! <laughs> no, he would not have. Uh, 5282. <laughs> when it comes Stop to it. a cheese, Janet, I know nothing! 52821984. I think that's Schultz. <laughs> it is. Uh, 52... Schultz. 52821... <laughs> Schultz. Seriously. Uh, I, I swear no one in this program has been drinking. Mm. 52821984, that's the number. Yep. All the usual social media outlets and platforms. The uh, website is cheeselinks.com.au. Father's Day. Yeah. The Yogurt fa- maker. Father's Day. Um, I'll have a go at making Dad some cheese. Yeah, I What reckon. a great original present. Yeah. Give him a cheese board and on the cheese board put the condiments and everything you need to make mm. um, his own cheese. Yep. What a good present. Or, a, or give him a cheese board with a gift voucher on it. <laughs> Even better. There you go. Cheeselinks.com.au. That's how you can find out about all those things or 52821984. Our guest this week is a great singer. She's got a great yeah, voice. Yeah, she's marvellous. Absolutely great voice. She's got a new album called I'm Still the Woman, which includes her version of uh, Helen Riddy's I Am Woman, which she's funked up a bit. Mm. Uh, and uh, we're really happy to have Lisa Edwards on the program. She's a multi-talented musician. Oh, yeah. I mean, she began as a flautist, which I had no idea about, uh, percussionist, and um, spent so much time uh, performing with uh, with John Farnham. And she'll tell us some wonderful stories about her times uh, touring with John Farnham and band and uh, and all her, also what she's been doing lately. Yep. And then we'll go to the boiled lolly department for yes. the Friday food poll. Uh, that's coming up after we speak to the lovely Lisa Edwards. You are listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier, brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au Hi. Hi, Kevin. Hi, Sarah. Well, thank you so much for doing the Food Bites podcast. The obvious yeah, question fun. is, the obvious question is, you know, what are you, are you good in the kitchen? I love cooking. I adore cooking and I've cooked for years and years. I'm a, and being a single mum and the daughter going to school, she now goes to uni. But, you know, I had to invent things for years 
to make it interesting for dinner and, and stuff. But I actually learned to cook as a young child. Um, my mum had multiple sclerosis and as her condition worsened, um, you know, she would be in the kitchen and I'd do the cooking. So she'd tell me what to cook and do all of that. So, mm. you know, I sort of learned that way and she was a great cook. And I always watched, you know, I was cooked um, scones and things with my, my nana and that back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'm one of those cooks now that I just like, you know, if I'm in a restaurant and I really love something, I like to try and figure out what's in it and I'll go and try it at home. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so no, my favourite, oh, yeah. I was going to say, so uh, given your mum's uh, condition growing up, so it was um, your being in the kitchen was born out of necessity, but did that kind of turn into something that you became passionate about? Yes, yeah, yes, it did. Um, but we've, we've all got to eat to survive yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as well. Um I, but yeah, and now as I got older and, you know, had my own places, we'd have dinner parties and um, I love it when guys cook. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I just do. <laughs> it's, not, it's not saying that they can't, but when when a guy does cook, <laughs> it, it's fabulous. And um, But over this last pandemic and everything that's going on in this crazy world at the moment, I've sort of lost a, a little a touch of my enthusiasm, mm. and um, luckily my daughter has taken it up. Oh, that's <laughs> and and um, like my favourite cuisine actually is is Japanese, mm. and um, um, but I love Italian. I love food. <laughs> I just love food, and I've become a grazer over the years. You know, so while well, everyone's um, you know finished their meals. I'm still going. Um, you know, I'd, I'd eat a roast almost with chopsticks, you know, because I'd take that long to eat. But um, I love cooking. There's a lot of preparation. I used to cook a lot of Japanese, but a um, lot of preparation. But my, we've all, all of a sudden, we've got a thing for chili. I love, I've always loved chili. Yeah. And, uh, but um, Madison's really into it now. Madison, my daughter. She's 18, and because um, I've lost my enthusiasm a bit, I she does a lot of cooking, and she's very into um, Thai and Asian food. So I love things with noodles when, in them. When you're you know. in the mood to cook, um, Lisa, what would be mm-hmm. some of your signature dishes? Look, I love roasts, but I there was there was a dish, and it's one of actually it's a soup. And no one would ever think of it, and I always bring it out of the prize as the first course, mm. and I'd go try and guess what this is. <laughs> and this is one of my favourite <laughs> soups. It's curried pea and lettuce soup. Oh, yes, a lettuce soup, yeah. Yeah, and it's beautiful, and it's so easy, and I used to make it a lot because I'd come home and my fridge would be empty except for you know, a packet of frozen peas <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. a couple of lettuces in the fridge. I thought this is easy, and you know, and uh, you know, blend it at the end. But I like to I like the little lumps, so I don't blend it smooth, you know. And um, that that's a great soup, and it is so easy. Mm. And you know, a couple of teaspoons of curry powder in it. Um, but I love I love making pasta dishes as mm. well. You know, oh, yeah. they're my, my favourites and things. Because I love I love pasta. I love um, spaghetti. I love 
I made a cannelloni dish the other night and um, my daughter's all of a sudden become vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, whoops. And I went, oh, no. You know, I was actually, I was a vegetarian for many years, long, you know, many years ago. And I learned some fantastic vegetarian dishes, you know, with potato, mashed potato. One of my favorites was mashed potato. You mash the potato, but the night before, you um, soak prunes or dates, mm. prunes or dates, either or, um, in a warm water and let them soak and soften overnight. And then you drain them off in the morning and you mash them up. Then you mash, uh, you, you boil potatoes, you mash them up, and you add a little bit of potato and you grab a, a little bit of uh, flour yeah. and uh, put butter in it and everything and mash it. And then you grab a, a good spoonful, put it in your clean washed hands, pre, <laughs> pre-cooking, <laughs> and probably sanitizer these days, but mm. <laughs> don't want that flavor in. And um, make a little flat um, circle on your hand, add some uh, date or prune, and, and then roll it into a ball and crumb it, egg wow. and, and crumbs, mm. and then deep fry it. And it's, oh, it's beautiful. That's very it's, unique. I've really never beautiful. heard of that before. I think I'm no. going to have to give that a crack, Lisa. Yes, yes. <laughs> you, had, you had me a deep fry it. Um. I know. Well, I don't have all those gadgets, you know, even like, some people that have got the, you know, what's the... The air um, fryers? <laughs> oh, well, not, actually, someone told me about the air fryers. I thought they were only for chips. But they <laughs> oh, said, no, no, you can, you can make things. amazing things with them. Yes. So I'm going to have to look into it. Yep. But, um, and, uh, the, you know, the thermo. And I'm going, yeah, but that's not cooking on yes. me. I like doing everything from scratch. Yep. And, um, you know, I like hands-on. It's a bit like reading. I can't read a book on... On a computer, I, I need to turn a page. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, well, the, the, it's the tangible thing, yeah, isn't it? The, the tactile yes. thing. Yep. Yep. Yes. Hey, at least when you go on stage, and uh, and you, mm. you know, hopefully we'll get you back on stage when the, yes. when the COVID thing lifts. Are you? Do you eat before? Because uh, the, it's a really interesting thing. Some performers love to eat beforehand. Others hate yep. having anything in their stomach before they go on stage. Where um, do you sit? I in between. <laughs> <laughs> I like to eat. I know that it's necessary to eat. Now, um, I used to not eat because I didn't. I didn't like to eat before. I didn't like to have a full tummy before I went on. But when we were on tour with John and things like that, we had caterers. We would always eat a good two hours or so before the show. We'd we'd do our sound checks and things, and then we'd go into the the uh, dining room where we would all eat. And we would have three-course meal if we wanted, yeah. you know. But um, so I'd, I'd eat a normal meal and um, and just, you know, and then a couple of hours before, before you need food for energy. Yeah. And, you know, one day, and I, I really, that really came to the forefront for me one day when I was actually doing um, my own shows and, I wouldn't eat very much at all. And then one day in the beginning, oh, I think it was during a, um, um intermission thing, I sat down and I had 
you know, calamari, I had a salad, I was really hungry and I had something to eat. My energy level went up, you know, and I went, Oh, I feel so good <laughs> and I need and I needed that. You can eat but you can have light food yep. just so long as it's good, it's and it's healthy and it's going to give you that energy burst. Sometimes I would have a pasta, you know. Yeah. Um it, yeah, but it must just, be harder on uh, when you're on tour, Lisa. We we had this discussion with uh, Dave Gleason not long ago about how hard it is to make uh, healthy food choices when sometimes there's not very many choices available. Um, no, there's not. We were we were a little spoiled yeah. <laughs> on tours. I've been, of course, with John for you know nearly 35 years, and you know we we performed and and uh, toured on a good level. And um, we would have great caterers backstage mm. and even when we were overseas, you know, we'd have the, the caterers would make food for the bus trips that we were on that would take, you know, a nine-hour bus trip. You know, we'd have chocolate cakes, we'd, ha- we'd have cakes, we'd have salads, all the things that were sort of left over, they'd put in containers for us. And, well, we jo- it's about just... Being, you know, if we stopped off, we'd try and get the healthiest thing that we could get at a McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You know, the wrap. Yeah. Yeah. The wrap or something. But just maintaining sort of a health. And I'm one of these people also that I listen to my body, Mm. what it wants, what what it's feeling. You know, if I, I don't eat a lot of meat, but if my body... Is if I'm craving a steak or something, I'll have it. Mm. Now, this means I need some wine and my thing or whatever. But um, I, I sort of eat that way as well. You know, I listen to what I like. Something's put in front of me, and I don't want it. It's just my body saying that. Yeah. I don't want that. At least, at least, does your body often tell you, "I really need something sweet. I need to have like a cake or a biscuit or it a lolly." It used to. Oh. <laughs> it used to. I've got a real. Um, I've got a uh, real thing for cheese at the moment. Mm. I've always loved cheeses. Um, don't we all? I guess, yeah, I know. And um, <laughs> I always remember, even with my mum. You know, we'd go to the we'd go to the movies. We'd go into town, and when I was a little girl, we'd go into town on Tuesdays or something. And she would go to David Jones and go down to the, you know, the the food the food hall. Section. Yeah, it was fantastic. And um, this was in Adelaide because I was born in Adelaide, and <laughs> we buy cheeses because she, she loved cheeses. She had a ball gallbladder. Um, problem much later in life. Yeah. I think that that was brought on by all the cheese. Oh, but um, um, and she and we'd go to a movie, and we'd open up all the things that we bought. You know, the ham and the cheeses that she yeah. she loved gorgonzola. You know, which has got that real old sock smell. Yeah, and, you know, and it would permeate. So you have it in the cinema. <laughs> Yeah, the cinema. <laughs> it was so funny, but we needed it all. And so it, you were doing gold I, class before there was gold class available. <laughs> oh yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I just didn't have the champagne or the you know the Toblerone cocktails. Or <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, I um, love it. No, it was great. But I, um, yeah, I loved cheeses, and although I did, and I, I loved chocolate, I went through a spurt of chocolate things. And then I sort of, I didn't even wean myself off it. I just, 
I could have a bar of chocolate or some chocolates in the fridge for for a long time. And um, uh, but the other night, I just had a craving for pep- Cadbury's peppermint chocolate, <laughs> and I'd get a couple of blocks. You know, I'd go. But the thing is, I'd just I'd have to keep it in the fridge, so I'd have to get up and go and get it. Yeah, <laughs> so it made a bit, bit of you effort. Know. Yeah, yeah. And I ate the whole block. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think you have to. Yeah. I think you have you to. You do. Yeah. But I love Ghislaine chocolates. Oh, yeah. I have, the I shells. I have a bit of a weak, I have a weak, yes. Oh. I have a weakness for Ghislaine chocolates. And they shells. look so beautiful too because I think you, you eat with your eyes, don't you, and they look yes. so beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Gets a bit messy. But <laughs> yes, exactly. Do you, are you a, um, are you a coffee drinker, Lisa? I'm not, but I do have a friend that I have a regular uh, coffee in the morning, um, and it's the best coffee. Mm. Um, her name is Jen, and she's been we've been keeping each other sane through this mm. point in time. Yeah. I go and help her with certain things, health issues, and, and um, uh, she percolates the coffee and we I, ha, I need to have sugar in my coffee because mm. I'm not a big coffee drinker but a, a dash of um, Bailey's oh, yeah. and and the uh, can of cream on the top oh, yeah, the cream on the top <laughs> and I don't know what the coffee is it's beautiful it's sort of a, a cocoa with chocolate mm. ground um, coffee and it's beautiful Otherwise, a cappuccino, one cappuccino, but I've always been a teetotaler. And um, I love my cups of tea at home. I'm a teetotaler. Okay. That's interesting. Hey, Liz, wanted to, want to ask you about the album uh, that you've done. Uh, t- terrific effort uh, because you've written nine of the ten songs on the album. The other yes. one, of course, is that at very, uh, a very different version you've done of, uh, of Eye of Woman. Uh, yes. Was this a COVID project uh, that you put together? Oh, gosh, no. 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 Um, I wrote those songs with um, my, co- my producer, um, Michael Cristiano, yep. and uh, who I'd been working with for oh, good 20 years now. Um, in between all our own other commitments, and um, um, we we had always been asked at our gigs, you know, you got to bring a record out of the songs that we always sing, and that's what we wanted to do. And in the end, um, we decided to why don't we write our own songs? And but we needed to have something familiar on there. And I'd been singing "I Am Woman" for years in my band, yeah. and it always went off. Um, I wanted to change from the original version, and um, so I made it funky and and we elevated it when we were recording it. But we have actually recorded this album over say three years, um, albeit you know twenty twenty was sort of. Um, put aside, <laughs> yeah. but um, every day, you know, or in between our commitments, I would go to, over to his home studio, which is a beautiful, beautiful fully decked studio, and um, we'd write, we'd write the songs, and uh, um, I'm just, I'm just proud of this song, of this album, yeah, mm. and yeah, I love it. I think it's, uh, it reveals me. Yep. And um, you know, it's based on life experiences, true, real experiences, personal, and um, and you know, other people's. But but everybody can take something from each song and make yeah. it their own. You know, like how songs 
can transport you back to different times and places. Um, I think people can make up their own, you know, um, stories with with the songs because mm. they're sort of based around life facts and things. You talk about um, life experiences, uh, mm. Lisa, and looking back on yours, you've had such a wonderful and, and varied career and still going strong. Just going back to the, the days touring with, with uh, John, um, yeah. that must be hold a very, very happy and special place in your, in your memories. It does. And every time I stood on stage for another, for a concert, it was always as if it was going. It was always as if it was the first time, and I still kind of perform like that. You know, I feel really blessed to be doing something that I love doing. Mm. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> you know, the music yeah. um, uh, industry, along with a lot of other things, you know, I'm not alone. So I'm not just um, disputing that fact, but um, it's taken a big backseat to everything that's been going on, yeah. and. Um, but I love my music. It's been my passion since a young girl. Um, I was born into a family with a father who played jazz, one uh, jazz pianist, um, brought so much joy to people, people's lives, you know, anywhere he played, whether it was at home or in a, a, a hotel or whatever with his jazz band, people would be standing around singing. It was Mm. happy, it was joy, it was music, it was fantastic. But I'm the youngest of four siblings. There was a, a plethora of music of different, you know, the, uh, Chicago, Earth, Wind and Fire. There was classical. My mother was a beautiful singer, although she didn't pursue um, the the arts um, at all. Um, but she was a great supporter and, and love of what I did. That my mum and dad had since both passed, but yeah, it, just music has always been in my blood. Yeah, and it still is. Entertaining is hanging, in your blood. hanging by a thread at the moment. Oh no, well, <laughs> yeah. you'll you'll be back. Don't worry about that. Yeah. And this album, yeah. this album proves that you've got uh, you know a hell of a lot to offer. Hey, to, thank uh, you. Thank ent- you. Ent- entertaining's been your thing. If you were entertaining at home and you, and you could have a dinner party, remember those days? Yeah. Um, who would yeah. you invite? Who who would make your you know your dream dinner the party? Dinner yeah, dead or alive. That's, that's one of the hardest questions. Yeah. Because I think I'd have to have a couple of dinner parties, yep. but um, which I wouldn't be opposed to. <laughs> but um, I, of course, I would actually invite my mum and dad because yep. um, they know that they have an incredibly wicked sense of humour as well. <laughs> and um, when and a little story when my father, who was in the RAAF, he was a pilot, and. In his youth, he was in New York City, and he went to the Cotton Club, and he got up and played with Count Basie. Oh wow! And yeah, and one of the highlights of his career. And um, so I think I'd invite Count Basie as a surprise for him. Yeah. Um, in fact, you know, all my family and my cousins and everything—they were just so much fun, and I'd, I'd love to have them all back again. But. I would love to have um, the Rat Pack. Oh, <laughs> God, yeah. I would love to have the Rat Pack. And, and you know, uh, Frank Sinatra, Dean Martin, Sammy, Sammy Davis, Davis Jr., yeah. Peter Lawford, Peter Joey Lawford, yeah. Bishop. And out of the girls, I'd say Shirley MacLaine, I think, oh. out of the women. 
Um, and um, who else was there? And I'd, I'd love to – you've got to be really careful about, you know, egos and who you put together and stuff like that. But I'd love to have Robin Williams because mm. um, I, I could sit back and, you know, he'd just um, take over the evening and he'd be – Great sense of you know fun. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't be a dull moment. No. Um, and uh, who else? Um, I I don't know. I'd, I love. Um, well, I'd, I'd love to have Muhammad Ali. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Martin Luther King. I'd love Barack Obama. <laughs> oh, Lisa, um, this is going to be epic. <laughs> I know. Yeah, it would be a great party. You know, <laughs> I just thought I'd love to have Marvin Gaye and. Um, if he couldn't make it, I'd, you know, Steve Wonder or one of those, and John Lennon or any of the Beatles. Oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, and Maya Angelou. Oh, yeah. She's, yep. Yeah, she's um, just a beautiful woman. Oh, you know, Lisa, and, imagine, and her. just imagine everyone getting to know each other that night. I know, <laughs> yeah. So that's a few. Just to name a few. That is a oh, wonderful eclectic mix. Yeah. I think yeah. that would be that would be an amazing, amazing evening. That one that would go down yeah. in, uh, in history. And and yes. Lisa, if you oh, and of course yeah. um, you, Sarah, and Kevin. Oh, thank <laughs> you. I think we'd invite ourselves with that yeah. with that uh, guest and list. I'm happy to wait Actually, tables that night. <laughs> I have to. Yeah, yes. Well, actually, I'd have to invite my daughter too because I wanted to see it all. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that, that sounds like a wonderful night. You probably need a rather long table there, but absolutely. Yes, yes. Brilliant. And uh, Lisa, I think you'd be a perfect person to ask because you are such a passionate cook. Um, just to finish off, if you had a cooking tip or a kitchen tip, what would that be? Oh, uh, wash as you go. Yeah, clean up as you go. <laughs> I don't know why, <laughs> yeah. but. My daughter cooks and I'm going, oh. Looks like know. a bomb site. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, just enjoy it. Yeah. You know, have fun with it and enjoy it because it's going to taste better yeah, okay. <laughs> at the end. Hey, Lisa. I don't know. Thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. Well done on uh, I'm Still the Woman. Terrific album. And uh, uh, let's hope we get you back up on stage. And I, I'm sure there's another tour in Farnham somewhere <laughs> that'll get you around the country well, again. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that it'll be my tour, actually. Yeah. We want a tour of this album. And, oh, good. And not, and not to forget, sorry, that the album can be bought at JB Hi-Fi or or on any of the streams. Absolutely. You know, it's Absolutely. happening. Sanity Records and... All of those. That Beautiful. was wonderful. Thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Uh, Sarah, Kevin, thank you for having me. Good it's on you. It's been fun. <laughs> okay. You are listening to Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier, brought to you by Cheese Links, bringing cheese and yogurt making to your kitchen. Cheeselinks.com.au. Wow. What a passionate cook. Lisa? Yeah. Absolutely. Good to see. Keeping, keeping busy in lockdown. I'm Still the Woman is the name of the album. Available on all the uh, the regular, uh, you know, Spotify and uh, if you happen to get into some sort of a CD store, yeah. be available there too. But all the streaming services have it. Now, time for... A toothbuster for Friday food poll, I thought. Who are you going to call? <laughs> toothbuster. <laughs> Two classic lollies. Mm. Oh, yeah. Minties. Yep. Which I think it's a quintessential car travelling food. Uh, and fantails. So mint versus chocolate. Yep. And caramel. And I, and I love them both, caramel and uh, mint. Bust oh. your jaw on them. All right. Dr. Joe Gara, minties have cartoons. Less to read, true. Sam Newman says, why do we have to choose? Mm. Why not? 
AstraZeneca or Pfizer? No, actually, no, minties, of course. Oh, Sam likes minties. Mm-hmm. Kate Stevenson, fantails. I once opened six in a row and the answer to the who am I each time was Jack Nicholson. It was scary. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to eat the whole pack to see if it was universal. Thank God for Jim Carrey <laughs> at fantail number seven. <laughs> uh, Jane Kennedy says fantails for sure. Brad Cole, put both in your mouth at the same time and enjoy the flavour sensation. Ooh. Advisable to do it with a strong set of teeth. What a great idea. Good idea, Brett. Steve Quartermain says, tooth wreckers, both of them. <laughs> tooth wreckers, it tells you. They're like the choo-choo bar. Yeah. Jane Bunn, can I have both? Murphy says, yeah, really tough one. So here we go. Minties when I'm on a diet and fantails when I'm not. So pretty much fantails all the time. <laughs> Kim Cartwright, our gourmet traveller. Squares of dried up toothpaste versus cubes of delicious caramel chocolatey goodnessness. Goodnessness. Goodnessnessness. <laughs> Even with the trivia, fantails forever. Andy says fantails uh, can justify as, you know, I use my brain when eating them mm. and may help in future trivia nights, although making minty slinkies needs much more concentration. How do you make minty slinkies, I wonder? Just, yeah. yeah. Oh, gotcha. Tony Bennett says... By the time I get to fantails... I'm so sorry, Tony. are gone. Tony likes fantails. Genevieve. Oh, I've jumped. That's right. She says, dentist. Mmm. Mm, well, that's what they're best for. Karen Young says, can't go past a minty. Sue Hosking says, my sister and I were reminiscing about our different road trip treats as a kid. These two were both mentioned, as were cool mints and oh, yeah. remember the cool fruits in yeah. the round tins? Yeah, I didn't mind those. I had a bag of minties in my hand the other day to put in the car for a little road trip. See, told you. Till we both saw fantails. So as of Wednesday afternoon, fantails are in the lead. Well, for now, at least. Deb Murphy says fantails, an educational tool. Yeah, they are. Bart says old recipe minties were better than fantails, but that's not the case now. That's interesting. Yeah. Fran says fantails for moi. I dare say they are bigger Mwah. than two. <laughs> a bit of French from Fran. Joylene, fantails. We are going through a pack every week. We have to ration ourselves so that they last. Ha, ha, ha. Joylene and Joe are getting stuck into the yeah. fantails. Uh, Glenn Rodder says, uh, fantastic fantails every time, Pado. Beck says, not really fussed by either. Mm. Uh, and you can do Terry. Terry Daniel from 2DD, fantails and trivia. All it right. Tick- and now we get to Wayne. Hey. And Wayne says, Minty's by the length of the Conrod Strait. He's a motor racing fanatic. Ah. Uh, they're a bloody icon and are an integral part of this country's history. Yes. It's moments like these yeah. has become a part of the language. That is yeah. very true. Terrific. Of this great nation and having to taste and then, you know, like a Minty should be part of the citizenship <laughs> exam. Minty's carried us through the Depression. They carried us through the Second World War. <laughs> I, Wayne, sat in the Olympic stand at the MCG as an eight-year-old eating Minty's with my Auntie Ida watching the mighty Aussies put the palms to the sword in the centenary test in 1977. <laughs> I then pulled a loose tooth with one by accident and swallowed it. Oh. But decided that uh, 20 cents from the tooth fairy wasn't really worth diving like Jacques Cousteau into a day four MCG toilet bowl to retrieve it once it emerged from my innards. Oh, Wayno. Yeah, it's probably a little bit too much information there, Wayne. No, not at all. Plus, there was always the fun of watching elderly relatives try to discreetly peel the buggers off the back of their falsies. (laughs) (laughs) My dad used to do this. Off the back of their falsies uh, after they'd been chewing on them for a while. (laughs) Dad always thought minis were a great idea until he actually got them and he's gone and went... (laughs) 
Oh, hang on. Yeah. And then he pulled the teeth oh. out. No, no, it wasn't good. Fantails, uh, Wayne writes, are sickly slabs of caramel covered in something that is barely above Easter egg chocolate and have stupid biographies of actors that are printed in a font that you need a magnifying glass to read. <laughs> that is true. It was always funny trying to read them in the picture theatre, wasn't it? Not yeah. only couldn't you see them in the dark, but the bloody font was so small anyway. And you end up getting Mickey Rooney three times in a row. Oh, my gosh, that's row. what Kate Stevenson said. She got Jack Nicholson Jack. eight times in yeah. a row. So the final word from Wayne on this is... Be patriotic and eat minties. He's so right about that. Uh, moments like these, you need minties. Those ads, that mm. was such a fantastic catchphrase. It moments is a like campaign. these, you need minties. Yeah. So minties win by not necessarily the length of the Flemington no, Strait. No, they but don't. I, I agree a little with the, what Bart Shaw says. The the modern day fantails aren't as good as the old. And they What's have put, the diff? Well, I think they put that little bit of Easter eggy type chocolate on it that I, it didn't have that. It's they're sweeter now. I thought that Bart said that minties. Were weren't the same as they used to be. I think uh, both are not okay. the same as they used to mm. be. I don't think Minty's a bit like everything in life, Kevin. Yes, I'm not as Thank good as I used to be. Thank goodness that you're still the original and the best. Cheeselings.com.au. <laughs> Father's Day is fast approaching. That is the place you should be going to look at mm. for gift suggestions. Yep. 52821984. And Janet is the lady who will give you great gift suggestions. Well, you can't go wrong with cheese. And make them come true for you. Yeah. Every dad loves cheese. There's Maybe a, a trophy a made out of cheese for dad. Number one dad with a big number one carved out in the cheese. I just get him a cheese board with that on it and then put the put the goodies from Cheese Links on top of that. Oh, I like to aim high. 52821984 is the number. Cheeselinks.com.au. That is uh, this week's uh, Food Bites. Wonderful guest. Thank you, Lisa Edwards. Thank you, Lisa. I'm Still the Woman is the name of the album. Uh, check it out, Spotify and all the streaming platforms yep. and uh, get a copy. Have a listen to it. Till next time. Bye, Sarah. Can't wait. For what? <laughs> Thanks for listening to Food Bites. Check out our Facebook page and Twitter for recipes, tips and all the latest news. That's Food Bites with Sarah Patterson and Kevin Hillier. Brought to you by Cheese Links. Bringing cheese and yoghurt making to your kitchen. All you need to know at cheeselinks.com.au.